0: Hello and welcome to the top Red podcast with me, Dave, joining me this week, we have Josh here. and Blaine, how's it gone Blaine?
1: Great, fantastic, actually, this week. I'm glad you got me on in a week where we actually won a game of football, so that was a, a good start, really.
0: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you picked the right week. Uh, to be fair, I I, don't, I, th- I think this week was just going to be a bit... Different, anyway, regardless of what happened um you know Josh is always ever the optimist, I mean Josh,
2: yeah, I didn't predict a three one defeat at all,
0: oh shit, I said four two, didn't I?
2: yeah <laughs> neither of us got the goal scorer. It's just the you know top goal scorer in our entire club at the moment, yeah, is it great guess, great fucking guess,
0: yeah, but um. For those who don't know, Blaine is renowned for his amazing food takes which have distracted the world from my amazing food takes. So I have to I have to thank you for that one.
1: Dry cereal and dry hamburgers are the way
3: forward. Jesus Christ, it's one minute.
0: One minute. Hang
3: it's on. Okay. okay. Football in a minute. But
0: try hamburgers. Yeah. That's like just like a hamburger and not well, like no bun or they were
1: originally brought to the table, they were brought as burger and bun, and then I don't know what <clears> happened. <throat> capitalism, maybe I don't know, but everyone started adding stuff to the burger. Which do you know what?
0: I happening. don't, I don't completely disagree. No, yeah, I, I, can... I, don't, I don't disagree any either. It's, it's just like you know. But do, you, do you mean do you mean dryers
2: in? Yeah, do you mean dryers in sauce or dry as in anything else added?
1: Literally just on burger bun.
2: Not even cheese? No. That's a cheeseburger then, isn't it? So <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> See, I, I agree with, you know, I don't really like lettuce and tomato on a burger, to be honest. I don't think that has any place on it. Um, Especially tomato. I'm also completely against sauce. Um, just in general, really. N- not just burgers. I think sauce is disgraceful a horrendous um creation. You are the
0: whitest in the world.
2: But <laughs> I wouldn't want to just eat um bun, burger bun. Um I have to have a little bit more. Um so I'm slightly continental in the fact that what I'll more do you bacon. need? Cheese and bacon's my go to. And then I'm really happy.
1: I mean you could have a sauce if you wanted to. I just
2: see I'm I a little bit adventurous. A light spreading of burger sauce is fine. Not mayo, not ketchup, not mustard. Or barbecue. None of them.
1: Ketchup and barbecue go with anything. There's, you know, steak, burgers, I'm just not anything. a massive ketchup fan. Well, he's the king of the sauce, but that's your opinion. I've
0: had, I've had steak and ketchup. Just just steak and, and ketchup. That's so what are your five a day?
3: Me, you and Trump
0: at the minute. But, um, I'm, pla- like, so, cereal, is that just- oh. oh, God, no. no, no, I can, no, I can, I can just no. have a dry cereal. Yeah. yeah. But why would you want to?
1: Because the milk ruins the cereal.
2: It uh-huh. does, after, it does after 90 seconds. Exactly. If you eat it within 90 seconds, it's the world's perfect mix. Yeah, but if you get, like, the rice right cereal, like I don't know. I disagree with chocolate being in any cereal whatsoever. Crave blows my mind. Why is it a thing? It, it is just chocolate inside cereal. That is not nice. It Cookie fits. crisp at a push is fine. Well, anything actually, else is chocolate.
1: I get the uh, like the honey nut crunching sort of thing. It's got chocolate, but it's got nuts in as well, and I don't like nuts. So in that ninety second window, I have to always take the nuts out as well first. <laughs> so this is where the problem comes I ain't got nine seconds to take the nuts down with the milk in
0: yeah I can see how that's a problem to be fair
2: did not think there'd be anyone fussier with food than me <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's even for my standards that's um,
2: intense that should be a it should impressive. be a world that should be a sport it should be an Olympic sport who it's can not get easy. the nut, nuts off the quickest the <laughs> <laughs> sometimes
1: hell. one sneaks in and you're a bit disappointed, but usually I'm pretty good at it.
2: <laughs> Why are you buying <laughs> well, that cereal? The experience?
1: Uh, it's the nicest cereal I've found, to be honest.
2: Well, so half of it's the nicest cereal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the rest of it is, you know, hard dislike.
1: To be honest, I don't usually have it. I'm more of a trying sweet porridge now to be a bit more healthy.
3: I but then like I that without that. milk.
1: Yeah, just hot water, but a bit more, like, <laughs> concrete sort of texture.
0: <laughs> just ready, brek, without the milk, so just powder. Pretty much, yeah. Just brek. <laughs> just just brek, yeah. <laughs> just down and powder. God. <laughs> Fucking hell. No. Right. We
2: did play, we did play, didn't we? Yeah, so Liverpool <laughs> Football Club
0: played a game of football this weekend as well. Um, for those who were living under the rock, it was a 1-0 win. As Josh has alluded to, the top goal scorer at the club. I didn't even know it was the top goal scorer at the club. Scored the goal. What do we I mean, think? I mean,
2: I, mean, I, just, I mean the top scorer out of the players who are currently playing for us. Oh,
0: fucking hell, Josh.
2: What else do you think I meant?
0: Just the player who's put the ball on the back of the net. Like, the most times.
2: Well, yeah, that's what I meant. But in terms of the ones currently wearing red, for can us, you
0: just tell me what you thought about the game, please. I
2: thought it was really good.
0: <laughs> I that's agree. Uh, that that I that's we did a really well Finn. Yeah, we it's did do really, really well, well, well. But have you not know, got well. kind of, like a more new yeah, well, ones to,
2: to be fair, last week we made a big deal about how you can just have a good game, and I thought that was a good game from both teams. I thought it was a really good game to watch. I thought City were the better team in the first half. We were the better team in the second half. We scored. They didn't. We won three points. Good game. That's all I think about it. Well, we can wrap up the podcast <laughs> now.
0: Thanks for listening.
2: Can you tell I've got a pub quiz to get to?
0: Oh, I can tell. you. that? Yeah. 18, it's in, it's in eight,
2: like eight minutes. Eight minutes that pod took. That Six minutes is about food.
0: What's your take on the play? How, how, how did you feel the performance was?
3: Really
2: good, yeah.
1: Like Josh said, there's not really much more you can add. I thought... <laughs> the the yes. thing with James Milner starting, I think that was the big thing for everyone. I think if you look at Twitter about an hour before the game when James Milner's starting, I think everyone's going 4-5 for City. So I think to get through you know, to half-time at 0-0, were was amazing. Never mind win the game 1-0. Uh, I was shocked. He stuck with the four four two. If you want to say that, I think it was more of a four two three one. Really, with the way Salah was up front, but I was really
3: shocked that he didn't go back to the four three three. I agree. yeah, I mean, I
0: think the I mean moving Salah close to the goal as what, I know we've been banging on about for the longest time. But he didn't do um, it
2: for Salah's benefit, though, did he?
0: No, not really.
2: I, I think that was purely for Milner.
0: Yeah. Having, well,
2: having on so hard more hard-working defensively in front of Milner.
0: The, the, the Milner thing was like, you know, you get the red or the blue pill, except both pills are fucking shit. So it's either Milner <laughs> or Phillips. And it's kind of like, <laughs> Ugh, what one do I take? And I I guess... Milner is the lesser of the two evils. Um, As to be said, Joe Gomez, pat on the back. Um, How much does that hurt you <laughs> <me> to say? <laughs> I don't especially
2: know. After, especially after Tyrone Mings' performance this weekend. Yeah, you're probably thinking, oh, Joe Gomez to Aston Villa, if this goes badly. Yeah, brilliant predictions. Uh, right. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, still... No. He goes to pockets early, Harland.
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> whilst, still whilst on ABC the. Um...
2: As well.
0: <laughs> the <ball. laughs> I'm still on the ball. Must go the go into the World Cup, the mate. Field.
2: Go into the World Cup. You know what?
0: You might actually go to the World Cup. I think by looks of things, he's going to fucking have to. <laughs> yeah, because of the the James injury, you will have chance. What chance, And then it'll probably be an all-out fight between him and Ben White. But he's probably got a bit of a head start on White, hasn't he? So. Fuck knows? I mean, yeah, he could right, just use his—he could just use his head and not take kind Cody instead. But you know,
2: I, I also think Joe Gomez pro- might have a personal thing with Gareth Southgate for trying to make him play on with an ACL injury. You know, but that's just me. That's my I,
0: think, uh, uh, <laughs> I have a thing. I have a thing. Gareth Southgate for me. injury. I hate Gareth Southgate
2: because of that. Do you go- not think Joe Trent Gomes? and Gomez are going to both go? Uh, yeah, I think Trent will because of James. It's well, more yeah. that right centre back role than Walker. I think if Walker's not fit, then it'll be Gomez as Dave says, Gomez or White. Although Ben White she can't defend. Which is why he's at right back at the moment. Um I mean he was he was the like,
0: stores a couple of weeks ago.
2: Yeah, but we didn't really attack, so
0: And Jota did him with that. a with a ball, didn't he? Ah oh, fuck those. Anyway, what do you to talk about City game? Fucking hell, taking us. We already off.
2: have good we won
0: really biggest game no, of the season
2: no do you want my actual take yeah yeah um i thought we played much more balanced which was really nice to see um the high line seems to got ditched for that game and we played more of a mid block which i think suits us a little bit a bit more i think it it helps bring attackers onto you i mean some of the space we had was unbelievable and if we weren't so frenzied, I think City played really well first half and we kind of got um, sucked into staying behind the ball, which meant if we weren't so frenzied in our thought, we could have scored two in that first half with just better decision-making. Um, but we we sorted that out second half. They don't really have a decent chance that doesn't involve Erling Haaland assaulting somebody. Um, and then we obviously missed that really good chat, Great save by Edison. Incredible save. Fair fair play. Brilliant. Can't argue with that. Don't think Salah could do much more. Great save. And then Alisson slips over whilst kicking the ball against a team from Manchester, sending Mo Salah through. Brilliant goal. I actually don't think Cancelo does loads wrong, to be honest. Okay, I, think, I think it's more world-class attacking play than dodgy defending. I think it's the Trent test a little bit, in the fact that Defenders can actually be beaten by a better attacker. That's allowed in football, um, which happens.
0: To be fair, I think he thinks he's got the better of the duel, and then yeah, Salah does just kind of pick it up. Salah just yeah.
2: uses his arse and just moves him out of the way. and It's a really good finish as well. The really annoying thing in terms of watching it from TV is I didn't actually think it had gone in, because it hits the camera in the goal. Yeah, like, I thought it went out. Goal. It bounces straight back out. And I'm like, it's either like hit the post or it's gone wide. But he just runs off and celebrates. I'm like, all oh, right, it's gone in. And the person I was watching it with was like, oh, it's not in. I was like, I think it is, which was funny. But um, I thought we defended really well after the goal. Uh, Joe Gomez, Van Dyke, big part of that. Van Dyke obviously underneath his own crossbar, heading that what looked like a really good ball in <clears throat> away was was good. Obviously, you get the pundit saying, well, it's his job, but you know, could have easily. Not being there, could have easily headed into his own net. That was good. Allison was great. Milner was great. Robertson was great. Thought Fabinho and Thiago did really well in midfield. And having the the wide players a little bit more, it was more of a four four one one slash four four two than than I expected it to be. Which was I thought I just thought we were more balanced and we looked a hell of a lot better for it. A lot more compact and harder harder to beat and. We um, we exploited City on a, a couple of occasions. I'm not even gonna talk about Nunez. <laughs> I think he's got, I think he's got far too much shit for that. Um, but he's proved that he could be an adept um, option on that left hand side. I think with this Jota news that he's out until until at least
0: Christmas. By Would that, you... it, which one is it? The what? By that, which which moments is it? The one the one on one or oh, the, the, three,
2: pretty... the three on one? The three-on-one. What, Nunez? Yeah. Yeah, the one where he should have slid Salah through, but Jota was in the way, is my take.
0: Oh, you, you thought Jota was in the way?
2: I just didn't think it was the, the easy pass everyone makes it out to be. Because you probably can't see Salah for some of it, and trying to pass someone he can't actually see is not that easy.
0: To be fair, Blaine, you've been one that's come out to bat for Nunez as well.
2: Because I'm a top red.
1: You kind of have to do, don't you? (laughs) To I think, I think people are rushing to kind of write him off but when he comes on and every time he comes on it's madness but in a good way. I think City were a bit terrified of him. I think when you see Kanji, the way he falls over when he runs at him, I think there's genuine fear. I think with our other forwards at times, Diaz and Jota, you probably don't get that same fear you get from Nunes. You've got the point, you don't know what he's going to do with it, which is a legitimate point at the minute, but I think...
2: I, I would argue he doesn't quite know what he's going to do. With it. <laughs> and if he doesn't, then who, who does? Which well, I think he works. Quite well. I think
1: the madness kind of works at the minute. And in, in that sort of game, that sort of atmosphere, I think it really did work. I think if we were 1-0 down, I'm not sure <laughs> if it would have had the same, same sort of impact. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think Klopp just absolutely loves him. I, I just think he loves how absolutely bonkers he is. He is bonkers. He, I mean, I, lo- I love him. I think he's box office. I think he's probably going to bang a hat trick in tomorrow. I really like him, which is why I don't think he deserves. Yeah, guess, yeah he probably should have done better than what he did in that 3v1. But in that... Think about it the other way. The one where he actually gets the byline, comes back in and forces Edison to probably keep it at 1-0 by making a decision. I think it was really well there. And What we needed in the moments when he got the ball was progression. He had to get us away from the halfway line. And he did that. He, had to, he made City start again on a two or three occasions when they really wanted to be winning it back in, in our half. So he had a job to do. His job was to just be absolutely everywhere. And sit a kanji on the floor and terrorise them. He did that. We won the game. It's inconsequential that he didn't pass. It doesn't matter. It just stop moaning for the sake of moaning because you, you might not like the fact that he's only scored two league goals since he signed for sixty five million.
0: I think um I think we We saw when he played us for Benfica last season that when he's isolated, he can kind of be that one-man wrecking machine because he had our guys shitting themselves a bit. Um, You had that moment, I think it was in Lisbon, when he came one-on-one with Canarte, and I think nine times out of ten, Canarte just bounces whoever it is off the pitch and gets the ball back. And Nunez did it the other way around to him. He was the one who was bouncing Canarte and keeping hold of the ball. I think, technically, the... Yeah, there's question marks over them technically, obviously, but I, I don't think people... I think one thing that is really going under the radar with him is he's 23 years old. He's 23. Like, every other attacker or every other sign and that comes into the first team that we tend to have is of that kind of 25 to 26 age bracket. So I don't think we're really used to having this long-term not necessarily hitting the ground running kind of the player and I'm not on about hitting the ground running within six months like people will say about Fabinho and Robertson and all them players. I'm on about, it might take one or two years f- to properly see Darwin Nunez. I mean, the guy doesn't even speak a word of English. He's 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 listening to Klopp through what other people at the minute. And I just think it's it's really harsh to get some of the treatments he's getting, especially from our fans, like uh, opposition fans, it's always going to happen. But I think that a lot of, a lot more of our fans need to just enjoy the ride with him, <laughs> I guess.
2: I think he's, he's the one who's really benefited from the, the system change as well. And I think it's almost like he needed us to have a bad start to really try and justify why um, we signed him because we have had to change the system. That's fine. But that gets the best out of him. Having someone buzzing around in that space he creates or giving him the opportunity to kind of float around and not completely vacate that uh, attacking space. I think he's brilliant in that left channel. I mean, you look at the goal uh, against Rangers because that game happened. Um, it's just a really nice finish. Very instinctive, but it's it's come from him being just that little bit off the left, but not completely on the left. And I think... Having that two up front, one, because Jota did it really well against the Rangers in the first game, you just kind of dropping that little bit deeper into the hole whilst he stretches the defence, it seems to work really well for him. And and I think us playing that against Manchester City of all games and sticking with it would suggest it's more for the long term than a quick fix. I think if we were still insisting on playing 4-3-3 after the World Cup when everyone's back and... And ready to go, we'd have played that against City, and we had the personnel, I think, just for it, because Elliot could have easily played in the in the midfield three, and um, Salah, Firmino, and Jota playing a three. So I think it's here to stay, and I think he'll really benefit from it. I think, as I said, he will do well in the next two games. I do think he kind of has to get something out of this next two games, just for for his own confidence. um Two games where we really should be with West Ham and. Um, and Nottingham Forest. So he's got that I think it's a big, big few days for Nunes um uh tomorrow and Saturday. And I think if he gets a couple of goals, um we we could we can really be positive about this this stretch we've got up until uh, mid November. And then he's got he's probably they're going to the World Cup, aren't they, Uruguay? Yeah, yeah. 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 So he could kind he's got then four weeks, five weeks of taking himself away from you know the Premier League, a bit of a mental reset for him by all, by just being at this very cathartic tournament where he just lashes balls in the net. I suppose they boot it forward to him because it's tournament football, so I think it could be really really helpful for him and uh, us as well uh, in the long
0: run. Yeah, I mean, one player that well, I, I did did you mention the Jota injury then? No. I mean, J- J- Jota's injured, so he's just released a a tweet to say that he's likely missing the World Cup, I believe. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, we've all heard yeah, so, of it. Yeah, so he's missing the World Cup, Um with a calf injury, I think it is. So that needs surgery, give... thankfully. Yeah, well, it's the same with Diaz as well. So I guess that's
2: they seem a bit like of a positive.
0: They they seem like very
2: carefully word is statements. yeah it's almost like they could probably play in the knockout stages the way they talk about it yeah Um. so I'd expect both to be back Um.
0: after the, uh, straight after the break hopefully but um. so it'll give opportunities particularly to the likes of Curtis Jones Harvey Elliott and Curtis Jones injured the train again.
3: yesterday
0: oh you're messing
3: it's Carvalho's
0: time maybe Alright, Cavalio and, C- and, and, and Elliot. Of the two, Blaine, who do you reckon is more likely to take the step up? Because if we're abandoning this 4-3-3, then I guess it's going to be more of a competition between Elliot and Cavallio to get in the 3 beyond the striker, potentially.
1: I think it's probably more a question of whether he keeps Salah where he is or if he's going to move him back out wide to the right, which I can't see him doing. I think it won't Nunes and Salah as close together as as possible. So I think you'd then naturally go with... um, I I don't see why you can't have both of them, really. I think, obviously, I want Firmino in games, but will he put Firmino out to the left or to the right? I'm not sure. So whether it's Firmino rotating with uh, Nunes and Salah and then maybe Carvalho and Elliot playing more of the the wide right and wide left with a bit of... I think Chamberlain might be used there as well at times now he's back. I think he trusts Elliot more, so the, the smart choice is Elliot because I think, especially yesterday with some of the things you we were asking him to do, uh, defensively as well, I think there's definitely that. trust more, I think Cavallo's very raw and added to that with Nunes on that left-hand side, it's, it's a big gamble. So I think the smart option is probably for me, you no know, Nunes, Salah and Elliot as your four going forward.
0: Yeah, I think the, the the trust definitely there more with with Elliot. I, I don't think he'd play him in that three in midfield if he didn't trust them fairly wholeheartedly. To be fair, um, but yeah, I, I think I, I I personally like the idea of Elliot off the right, Salah down the middle, or you know Salah one over two, um, up front. I I think. Cavallio I just I, Cavallio is pretty raw, but I, I think it's more just getting them more acclimated to. It's not that he's. He, it's not that he's not used to the physical side of the game. It's more that he's. He's just going to try and get fucking hoofed off the ball. And I think he went missing a bit against Rangers. Yeah, I think he come coming uh, think,
1: almost two in the middle at times, and not keeping the width, which is a yeah, especially with Simicast as well. But I mean, I, I think Simicas has kind of shown a bit his level over the past few games, not to slay yeah. him. Uh, I think with Robertson back, he will help him, especially on that left-hand side. But I think in more a positional sense, if he can keep that width and kind of work well with Robertson, I think that's probably what he will go with. But where you fit Firmino in, because he's the best player in the world, I'm not too sure.
2: <laughs> I think um, Salah plays as a striker if it's Firmino through the middle. He plays on the right if Nunes plays. I could see as being more of a, um, th- as a three and a one rather than two and a two, just because of bodies. We don't really have the bodies now. Um, one, I think it'll rotate around the five. We is it five? We've got Carvalho, Elliot, Nunez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one will miss out each game, sort of thing, because they have got that flexibility into who who can play where. Um, I think you could even play Firmino off the left and it wouldn't be a complete detriment because it's not that, you know, three forwards role anymore. They are more wide midfielders, which is helpful because it does play to our strength in terms of profiles we've got. But we saw Salah play off the right quite a lot on Sunday when he was actually through the middle. So it was very flexible. Klopp came out and said we have to be far more flexible in our attacking movements um, which is good. He's listening to us because why wouldn't you? We were saying that last week. Um, that that I think having that three behind one just gives you that option to be a little bit more fluid, people finding different pockets, different spaces whilst keeping the same structure. So I think it's great that Chamberlain's coming back because I think it probably suits him as well. I, um, he could play off that right, off the left, and I'd be happy with him playing. So as long as his legs are happy with him playing. Um so yeah, it's really disappointing for Jota and missing Jota because losing another body from that, you know, off that left hand side is meaning we are going to have to shoehorn people in. Um, not a massive fan of Carvalho out there, but I think he could, with a bit of bit of time and a little bit of patience, make that position work for him. But I think if you're playing Carvalho, you want to see him as a ten, you know, behind that striker. Where he loves that central space. You were saying, Blaine, that obviously when he was playing on the left, he was drifting into it anyway <clears throat> um so instead of losing that width as you mentioned you know put him in the middle from the outset with two others either side of him who are happier there so uh, i think we'll see a lot of flexibility a lot of rotation um don't know who plays it tomorrow though i mean who would you who would you start as your as your front four if we are sticking with it uh, tomorrow
0: um You've got to go for the, you've got to just press the big red button, haven't you? And go, Elliot, Salah, Firmino, and Nunez. It's just got to be done. We've got to see it at some point. I mean, yeah, we could see it at Forest more likely, to be fair, because I think not have not Just like I, said. I think Forest will sit in a bit more than. I mean, don't get me wrong, West Ham will, but I think they're more of a threat in transitions. Um, than Forest will be. So but I personally would love to see that under the lights at Anfield. Uh, I'm I'm hoping the place is gonna be bouncing after the city game. Um and see what Should we have, can do.
2: Just gonna have a look at our fixtures, okay, up until um the end of the end of this break. So you've got Forest, Ajax, Leeds, Napoli, Spurs, Derby, Southampton. Which game, I mean, obviously we're going to probably say Derby, but which game other than Derby do you, you know, rest or bench Mo Salah if we're having to rotate? Or do you play him through all of it? You play him through all of it? I don't see why not. Or do you go hell for leather against Ajax to get through and rest against Napoli? Because if you lose Salah, you're left with bare bones and a lot of our threat gone.
0: I guess I guess it depends on how Napoli get on against Rangers, which is probably going to be a fucking route, but if I the think, chances I there think, to win the group...
2: I think Nottingham not Forest, personally. I th- I say you go with Elliot, Firmino, Carvalho, Nunez against Forest. Do
1: you think Firmino think Sal- can do three in a week? Or foreign... Hmm.
2: Four games in a row, is it. At the end of the day, Salah
0: doesn't go in the World Cup, is he? So
2: it's that's true, but a torn hamstring.
0: He's not gonna tear his- oh, man, <laughs> I'm not gonna say <laughs> no, that. We, but...
2: Well, exactly. We didn't. We didn't think Diaz <laughs> would do his knee. We didn't think Jota would tear his calf. So
0: no, hang on. Jota is very fragile. Diaz, fair enough, maybe not. But like Jota, I never really had much faith. I just think when and you've only favorite. got one
2: when you've got one substitute, maybe two with Chamberlain, but he's gonna take some conditioning to get back up to speed. You've got to think about loads because it is every three days we're playing. Derby's great. Derby gives you a week between Tottenham and Southampton. That's fantastic. I mean, get knocked out for all I care because it's not that important this year. We've won it. Box is ticked. Don't care about winning that one again. Um but there is there are a lot of really intense games. I mean, having leads in between Ajax and Napoli is not ideal at all, because that's going to be one of the most I think intensive games for running. I don't know. It was just it was just a you know a spitball. How do you approach this? One, two, three, four, five. I six, think it's seven, probably Napoli and
3: Derby shortly. Yeah, and it's
2: helpful that they are within a week of each other. Yeah. Um I don't like that Tottenham game. I don't like Antonio Conte vibes.
0: To be, oh. fair, to be fair with the Tottenham game, I'm actually a bit more confident now that we're a bit shit. Because you know? I think we, oh, we think won't <laughs> we won't do what Klopp does all the time where he sets us up in a very predictable way. And the likes of Conte will just pick us apart. And the same for the Champions League final, don't get me wrong. You know, we, we we could have easily won that game, but going into that game, as Ancelotti said, we were fairly predictable in how we were going to play. There was just different little nuances to it, I guess. Um, whereas now, especially with the... Mid block that we seem to hopefully be turning to because I think that was part of why we were defending so badly. We weren't getting any pressure on the ball despite still having this high press. It was a bit pointless. It
2: suits, it suits us brilliantly because it,
0: oh, it, it definitely suits it, the likes of Fabinho.
2: It, but it and it also gives the attackers a bit of space in behind to play in. Because if you're playing a mid block against a team that don't want to beat you, it's very you, you keep a clean sheet quite comfortably. Um, if you play a mid-block against a team that is trying to beat you, you've got a really good chance of winning the game. Because I do think that when we set up with a mid-block, which we did, we did do it a few years ago under Klopp um, quite regularly, he's actually a very good defensive manager. I would say Jürgen Klopp's more of a defensive manager than he is an attacking one. How many goals in big games did we score from lightning breaks from when we were sat in behind the ball? It's, it's quite a lot. We didn't go to the big games trying to beat them. And that was our evolution was that we went to big, into big games trying to win them uh, and trying to play teams the way we wanted them to play rather than the other way around. And I do think it's maybe not suiting of you know Jurgen Klopp and his, his way of managing. We've obviously spoke a lot about Linder's seemingly taking on quite a lot of responsibility when it comes to that. And you quite rightly said we are a better team on the ball than we were before whilst now obviously losing that defensive edge. So it's just finding that balance. I thought the balance we, we struck on Sunday was perfect. I thought it was absolutely perfect. Um, we had City on the halfway line as the back line with big gaps in between the two centre-backs with Salah just stood in the middle of them. That's perfect. Absolutely brilliant. As you said, it, it suits Fabinho. It probably suits Thiago as well. Uh, felt that he wasn't as exposed as he was against Arsenal. Um so I'm really pleased with the direction. we. I know we're talking from one game, but we seem to be moving in. Um, It will make us more solid. Because as I said uh, the last couple of weeks, we won the league on not being able to be scored against. It was keeping clean sheets. That's what we won the league on until COVID hit. And, you know, it all fell apart a little bit, but we still won it. But up until then, one defeat against uh, Watford. And nobody else really looked like beating us some teams never even look like trying to score against us. That's what we need to, to get back to. I mean, what, if, what point gap would you think it would have to be after that Southampton game We go to the World Cup where you kind of say, we're back in it?
3: But well, so is it 10? What?
2: It's 10 now.
3: That, it's not inconceivable that comes down.
2: It's not, not the... Not back in it in terms
3: of what the league...
2: Yeah, Weird. I see City being beaten more after the World Cup.
3: I can't believe they've got away with this Arsenal game getting called off this week.
0: They conceded the three
2: against Man United. What? what, I mean, what
0: why is that? Why is that being called off?
2: It's a Europa, got a Europa League game. Europa from when the Queen died.
0: Hey, are you taking the purse? Nope. That's... Jesus. They really have gotten away with one there because you could have ended up oh. seven points off them.
2: But it adds another game to an already packed schedule for them after Christmas. So
0: yeah, no, but it's it the same situation for us. We've got Wolves and Chelsea, haven't we?
2: Well, I dropped... Yeah, well... Wolves I don't mind so much about because we should be beating them. Chelsea's at Anfield. We seem to have found a little bit of momentum now for one game. It's amazing what one game does about narratives and... And things. I mean, I'm pretty up for it now, but that's mainly because there's nothing to lose. You know, I, I, I sat watching that game at the weekend, knowing whatever result happened, I'd have been okay with it because I saw enough from the way we played to think, Do you know what, we'll be okay. We'll be, we'll be all right this season. Yeah. The win was brilliant, the win was perfect, but it looked like for the first time this season, the problems had been addressed and it looked like they'd been taken seriously, rather than, you know, just, we'll get it better, we'll get it better, we'll get it better by doing the same old things. It might be that that is for one game, and we fall back into the malaise after it. But I think Anfield was was up for it. I think the Again, fact that like, it
1: was City really helped us as well. I think yeah. it kind of takes care of itself, that game, in a way. I think the crowd <laughs> as well, like you said, uh, kind of... Into it being the underdog, I think last season you saw the first half was kind of a tib- what well, tib- sit were all over us, and the crowd was nervy. And uh, but yesterday, I think the crowd, no matter what, were willing to just back them, and I think it really, really helps. And I think they've got a massive psychological thing around coming to Anfield. You saw it with with Guardiola; I don't know what he was doing, cheerleading after the disallowed goal. But I think. It's the perfect game to kind of reset and I think the next few games are going to be a grind and I think they're quite good when they get into the mindset of we need to grind out until the World Cup, mm. of just being solid, trusting in your forwards to get you the goals and I think if, you, if you're seven points behind going into the World Cup after the start, I think everyone would shake hands on that now.
2: Well, there's 15 points available um, before the World Cup. And it's not inconceivable we get all 15. Looking at the... You've got West Ham, Forest, Leeds. It's that Tottenham game. It's the one game we've got to get spot on like we did on Sunday. Um, and then Southampton at home, who, you never know, might not even have Ralph Huttle by all accounts, uh, in charge for that game. Um, so, yeah, 15 on 15. City, if they only get 12... Although no, they've already paid one less, aren't they? So if they get 10, 9, you can see yourself um, getting in there. I mean, what I would say is how poor did they look when Haaland's not on it in terms of creating chances?
0: I, this was my thing with them at the start of the season is Haaland is amazing, absolutely brilliant. But the thing is, with the likes of Ale and Haaland... You just become so reliant on them. Seems
2: very Ronaldo United last year. You know, um, he 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 wins them games, but he makes them worse.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I I do think he's made them worse uh, as a team. Which
2: <sighs> the chaos they created last season was was unbelievable. Like I watched, we watched them playing. You just think you, you actually can't really defend against that. You know, it's very hard to defend against just people buzzing around.
1: I don't think they can press from the front as well as well as they want with him as well. I don't think I think they were trying to do it at times, but he just seems to be kind of we just knocked obstacle. it around him. Yeah.
2: It <laughs> was he was like a mannequin that they just had kind to of put in the way, and Alisson, Van Dyke and Gomez were just like, Yeah, we'll just pass it between ourselves. It's fine. Don't worry. It's um, a bit I, like I was I was shocked. I was actually I was genuinely shocked at how um, I don't say toothless because he did have a couple of chances, and obviously they do score in the game, uh, and that comes through him. But just, they were just—they just seem to—I don't know—they looked a little off. And I remember watching the West Ham game um, as an example. He scores two goals, one's a penalty, one's just a ball in behind. They don't really create anything else in the whole game. West Ham have a couple of really good chances. Um, do you
0: remember a few? Um, do you remember a few? You... Years ago, when City were battering teams 5-0, 6-0 and we were just chugging along with 2-0, 3-0 wins and we were banging on about it, you, at the end of the day you get three points regardless of how many goals you score. Don't get me wrong, obviously you've got underlying performance and all that bollocks but there's going to be games like there was yesterday where he's just not going to score. <laughs> and mm. What happens then?
1: Do you reckon if they got to, let's say, a Champions League semi-final against us, and they come into Anfield. Guardiola might think
3: I'm not going to start him.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't be starting him in the Premier League game against us, does it? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, he has.
3: Yeah,
2: he's I played just four I times don't... his career and scored once, and one was tapping. And it was Salzburg. We do seem to kind of have the and them he did
0: not play particularly well, as far sure as I can remember. I
2: mean, he... Really should have scored at the community shields. Like, I think I might have scored that chance. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, he's also a little bit flaky when it comes to injuries. He does get muscle injuries, and if, if there was ever a season where you're going to get a muscle injury, it's after the World Cup when everything's kind of. I know he doesn't, he's not going to play and that's going to help him, but that. There is a, there's a bit of a run in December and January. It's all pretty close together. Champions League knockouts, add that in there. He got, he got muscle injuries in the Bundesliga that plays 34 games, and has a winter break. Um, it's not inconceivable he, he has another one. And where what does that do? I mean, it probably helps City, maybe? I, think I don't know. In
1: terms but, of injuries as well, I think the amount that Kyle Walker seems to be picking up injuries at the minute for him as well he's yeah. is, is massive. I, I, I think him <laughs> and Rodri are the two players that if you play in City you don't want them two to play. When United, when I saw the United line up from City I thought, I can't believe that they're playing that team against United. I, I wished it was us but Rodri and Walker, although you think you could maybe get away without Rodri even though I think he's by far the best defensive midfielder in football at the minute. I think them two mm-hmm. are the ones where you've just got no real backup plan. I don't I, I didn't really understand what he were trying to do with a free at the, the back yesterday. Uh, I think Kyle Walker's one where he's, he's just got no... People talk about us having limited options, and I think, you know, being top reds, we can't talk about that. But I think if you're a City fan, you'd look at the fact that they've got no Kyle Walker back up, and he keeps getting injured, and he's 33. And, I mean, what do they do when he's, he's not available?
0: Yeah, I mean it
2: seems to be shove Cancelo over there and play anybody at left back, isn't it, really? And I, I had
0: nightmares of of um of him making the recovery run when Salah went through a goal. <laughs> like the amount of times that prick has just stopped <laughs> an attack by himself is unbelievable. Um but I, I guess we we have been playing on his downfall for a while because he is he's just a bit of a cheat code, is not he? Just with how rapid he is and I don't think there's anybody kind of like him. So he, you know, he's one of one when he goes. What what do they do? Um, but I mean, Josh talking about title race. I mean, absolutely. I'm not no saying chance. we're, it's back I'm not saying we're in one.
2: i in Not saying we're in it. I'm saying no. I know more. you're
0: not saying we're in it, but I I wouldn't even think it's 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 even within the realm of possibility well, that's, be the, that's
2: that's the best thing about it then this season, isn't it? We can well, get yeah, it. it
0: is. It's 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 it, if if we can get past West Ham. And, you know, if if we do look convincing, if we do see a a trend from the City game continuing, then, you know, I'll look forward to the rest of the season. But I'm not holding my breath at the minute because, you know, I went into the Brighton game fairly upbeat and we can see them within (laughs) five minutes.
2: It does feel like, though, that the... The mentality, like, the feelings I'm thinking are kind of... Do you know that first game after the Tottenham one um, years ago? I can't remember who it was against, but it was we just lost Tottenham 4 The Huddersfield,
1: that one.
2: Yeah, yeah, the Huddersfield one, where we just completely battered them. And it just seemed to switch the mood. And we went on on like a, what, 15-16 match unbeaten run with about two draws in it. And it just feels <laughs> like it could be... Like Sunday could be the start of something very similar. It could get to a point where we're probably thinking, "Fuck, why is the World Cup on?" Because we've we're on a high and then we have a big break. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling more positive about it. I mean, especially you know everyone was talking about four or five to City clean sheet, looking very solid, really good in attack. You know that that's what we want. It's they are literally the three fundamental principles in terms of of you know becoming a, a a league winning or a Champions League winning team because that is what this Premier League run has got to really help with is the Champions League that is our competition this year we should be looking for six points in the last two games and qualifying top of the group um, there's potential for some big teams not to go through look at Barcelona they're pretty much out <clears throat> already um, there's some other teams going through you just think well they're not normally through is its it, is it Ruger are they through mm, uh, yeah. already? Mm. So that could be, you know, our our Porto trip <laughs> in, the, in the last sixteen. I think hoping. Porto might get through. Could so be wrong. the the Champions League doesn't look as strong this year. Obviously, obviously, you can't really gauge it from the from the group stages. But big big teams are struggling. Juventus are struggling. Uh, Atletico Madrid are struggling. Although Atletico Madrid seem to struggle in every group stage. Um. Man City obviously didn't look brilliant, obviously, against Copenhagen, down with 10 men. Um, we've proved we could beat City. Champions League has obviously got to be our focus, but that, can, that positivity ultimately stems from League 4. And we've, we've gone a really long way to setting that back on the right track. So it's got to the point now I'm actually quite looking forward to when we play, which we'd completely lost, I think, uh, over the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, I think the thing with Nunez as well. I mean, I think he'll he'll hit different play with, with some um, confidence. I think that's been referenced a few times by um, by Klopp as well, as well as the whole team. But I I think people just forget that, despite what these guys have achieved, it, it, having a bit of confidence, it it just makes you a different team, and hopefully we can gather the confidence we need from this game um, so we've got one more game obviously this weekend, it's it's Forest away it's Josh's local
3: mm.
2: it's all falling apart here I know obviously a lot, of, a, a lot of Nottingham Forest fans I mean the whole Forest situation um, a lot of Forest fans who just seemingly have given up already who think they're already relegated which I think is quite funny to go. They look shocking, though. They look really, really poor. Um,
1: he smashed that interview, though, didn't he? we was getting sacked last, the the night before, and then he got a new contract. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
2: Brendan Rodgers is probably thinking, fucking hell, I beat you 4-0. I'm closer to getting sacked. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I've watched quite a few games, obviously. Um they just don't know, look like they know how to attack. Which, I mean, Liverpool are coming to town, so they'll they'll get some good practice in. Um, but, yeah, it's... That could be the, you know, City beat them 6-0. That could easily be the the 4 or 5-0 that we tend to rack up against a newly promoted team at least once in a season. So, uh, yeah, I can't see a, a world where Nottingham Forest give us any any problems whatsoever. Famous last words.
3: I mean, they did batter us last season.
2: Yeah, we um, they thrashed us in a one 0 defeat, didn't they? <laughs>
3: I, I remember, I remember
2: sitting sitting and watching that in a in a pub, obviously in in my local town, which is you know half an hour from Nottingham. And you'd have thought they'd gone through with some of the way, the way they were talking about that game. You'd actually
0: think they'd won the game. You thought they had won the game, by the way. Blames talking about it as well. What's going on there? Not very tough heads of you. They were really us. good.
1: You know, Klopp were getting out coached by everyone last season. That was another one. Luckily, he's back, way back. And in April, after we beat West Ham Forest five 0 the Nunes scores fifteen. We'll be watching every City <laughs> game in April, hoping that they drop one point, and we'll be back to uh, oh, normality.
0: Yeah. Oh no.
2: Do You know what? I'd quite like to finish second and lo- <laughs> lose the league by about eight eight points, just once, <laughs> like oh, that's okay, that's fine.
0: um, just a quick one, something that can't kind of leave unaddressed. um the club have finally released a statement about basically in a way and being full of author knobheads. um has anybody seen any any kind of no oh, apology or like remorse from Manchester City nope, they've, so ref- they,
2: they've actually refused. They've gone the other way no. with it. They've been given a couple of opportunities apparently to put a, a statement on the record and they haven't. So take of that what you will. They then lied about the bus being attacked, which I think is a bit of a strange one.
0: Did Did you see the chip on the windscreen? Really?
2: No, but the police did have come you, out and said see... there were no reports of any. Oh, have they? Vandalism. Um, oh, that's and, good. Enough. And, and they'll be talking to Manchester City about any complaints they might have.
0: It's so... it's almost as though like that team when... cannot
2: lose. <laughs> <laughs> they just can't <laughs> lose, can they?
0: It's it's almost <sighs> as though when when a football club has the PR team that also represents, uh, you know, nation.
2: Oh yeah, and Klopp's a xenophobe.
0: Uh, yeah, because, yeah,
2: because because he doesn't like well. Not even doesn't like. He pointed out that Manchester City spend a lot of money. Yeah. All so right. he, he actually he actually said it's fine and it's legal. Okay. So obviously people are selectively quoting him. Um, See, what, what,
0: what, one of the things that, that, that has pissed me off about the likes of City and Newcastle, though, is the lack of... I don't know whether it's managers not wanting to come across bitter or clubs not wanting people to pry into their own affairs, but... Football clubs and managers not actually talking out about it and like the the, the slightest hint of Klopp even touching the nerve and it's well and truly exploded from a Manchester City perspective. It looks as though they were fuming.
2: If it was any other manager, any other manager, there'd be a brilliant discussion about it and it'd be wonderful that someone's finally come out and spoken out. Do you know what? In terms of some of the coverage I've listened to and watched and read, that is actually quite a a held opinion by pundits. There is a conversation that needs having, and they've they've praised Klopp for having it. So it's kind of come from you know City stirring it up, because the initial response was actually, yeah, he's right. Even Danny Mills, I listened to Danny Mills, and even he said, well, he's right. And I was like, fucking hell. That's the man who's disagreed with anyone and anyone about everything um and then obviously city get their pr machine working uh, the times article called him a xenophobe for what half an hour before it got edited and changed so i think um i think some lawyers might have got involved there and said you can't really print that because that is um i've forgotten what the word for it libel libel yeah there you go um so yeah the whole thing is just mental
0: absolutely mental it's so transparent though, don't you think? Like yeah. it's so clearly briefed from the club. All of this. Everything <laughs> the 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 bus getting attacked, the some sources of the club believe it was xenophobic, what he said. All of all of this other stuff regarding I don't know, players getting peppered even though Makes their own players think... got peppered with fucking carlsberg bottles from their own end.
2: Makes me think of the V word they love to throw at
0: us.
1: Oh, they're the biggest ones.
0: They're the biggest ones out there. They are, aren't they? They, they, they really are. It's, it's, it's properly well, bizarre. Did you,
2: see, did you see Foden's reaction when he got something in his eye? When he celebrated? <laughs> his immediate thought was, I've been attacked. Then he realised, oh, it actually, no, it. it's come from my own end. And then he kind of, like, smirks at them and punches his fist. But his initial response was, who, who was that? Could it have been... I'm not saying he would say our Liverpool fans done it, but the way the mood changes when he realises, oh, actually, that's come from my end, is he was he was just being incredibly performative until he actually realises, hm, actually, can't really I can't really have a go at my own fans here. No, and at, he at, at the end of the it day,
0: him. it's it's clearly a, an opinion held by the players, given what their reaction to. Winning the league was, which was calling those victims of it all and all that bollocks. Mm. I think from so, the top
1: down, though, there's a really weird hatred of us by them. I mean, it's not even a, like a sporting one. I think we just really are in the reds from the fan base to the players I, to the managers. A, I think
2: there's a lot of aggravation about Michael Edwards, isn't there? No, who is it? Not Edwards. Who was the one that stole all their?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's what property cut, kicked it off behind really? closed doors. I was actually
2: very disappointed about our statement. I think we missed an opportunity to criticize them as a club for it being a very consistent thing that happens for Manchester City fans. Um it was very oh, we'll we'll work with Man City to yeah, yeah just just call them out. Say it happens all the time. You've done nothing.
0: But they need to be consistent with it now as well because it'll happen against Forest on Saturday as well.
2: Oh they love sign on. They love actually singing sign on to Teams when there's a Liverpool player on loan. Yeah, they did it. They did it when they did it. They did it when Sheffield United had Ben Woodburn. I was at that game. He touched the ball. Sign on. <laughs> I don't get it.
0: <laughs> no. So the Sheffield, the- uh, Sheffield, nothing in Forest will do it on Saturday. Then down- d- Williams do it then. When the yeah, and will need-, need to do it. When Everton inevitably do it when they come to Anfield, when United should, do it when they come to Anfield, when Chelsea just, do it when they come to Anfield.
2: Just schedule the post each morning.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But they, they, <laughs> they need to keep on top of it because... Uh, City did... I don't think they did a good job of of shoving it under the rug. I just think... Again, the, the commentary act just kind of did it of their own accord. What? Like by 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 believing the bollocks that they were getting fed by City, by publishing the bollocks they were getting fed by City, they knew exactly what they were doing. They were they were shoving it all under the rug and, and making it out as though Liverpool with the with the bad guys in the situation. And it it is it, it, it's the PR of a a nation that is trying to besmirch another nation. That it's just happening. It's not at a geopolitical level. It's at of football club level it's pretty pathetic and it's sad that these things are being dragged into football but this is what football well this is what happens when football gets into bed with these people ultimately and unfortunately we're not ran by the PR arm of a a nation state and I think the club is probably a bit outgunned when it comes to stuff off the pitch with with, with City, and that's the the sad truth of it all. But
3: we bet against predictions. Oh, got to add a
2: new column.
3: What <clears throat> well, for, Blaine?
2: Could, for Blaine, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy for him to become a permanent fixture while Shane is uh, an upgrade. In away. But- Yeah, probably. Yeah. What did you predict last week for the City game?
0: I said four-two City.
2: (laughs) Do you not listen to the pod play? I did.
1: I was just trying to, you know, figure out why the top uh, bets are are all, you know. I'm gonna go six nil, (laughs) six nil West Ham.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Last time I did that. Last time I did that, tongue in cheek, was Leeds. I said (laughs) six-one, and we won six-nil. So, um. What have you said?
0: Six 0 n- Nunez. Uh, no, got... <laughs> I know i got. You said Tong. don't give was a Tong. <laughs> two 0
1: Nunez. I'll
2: go. Not two nil.
0: But we two said Nunez for. Did we say Nunez? For... No,
2: you said Nunez. I said Van Dyke. So um, I can uh, have Nunez
0: if I want it. I'll go. I'll go Salah. Salah two nil. That's oh, a. Bold do you know
2: what? I'm going to make it? I'm going to make it a hat-trick of 2 nils because I do think it's going to be 2-0. I can't say Van Dijk, but I can say right centre-back if I want to. Um... Gomez doesn't score. No, that is true. Uh, I'm going to go with... Oh, God. I'm really stuck because I don't want to say either of the ones you two because I want to get
3: points that you don't have. Oh, my words. I'm going to go with Elliot.
2: Because he probably should have scored yes. against City. Second time I've um, picked him.
0: It is, yeah. But last, oh, we... last week you realised that you picked him and went, what the fuck was I thinking?
2: Well, it was, no, because that was in a game against Wolves that never happened.
3: It was when I actually predicted it. Right, Forrest. Go on, Blake. Uh, 4-0
1: why not
0: oh fuck off
1: <laughs> Uh, I'll go with I've
2: changed, I've changed mine now to 5
1: Firmino I think you'll get 2 as well
2: oh why didn't I say Firmino for West Ham Firmino's a shout for West Ham actually isn't he? that is a massive shout
1: I think it's a shout for Forest. to be honest I don't think it's a shout for West
3: Ham alright
2: you've been on the pod once <laughs> calm down <laughs> <laughs> Um, I gotta say, Alexander Arnold. I think he pops in a free kick.
0: That's a fucking left of field shelter. It's actually right field. way To be fair, <laughs> I go I go left to right. Don't I? Yes, feel? I know. I was about to say that. Dick.
1: <laughs> Considering we've lost <laughs> every game pretty much, have you got any of these predictions right so far? Uh,
2: we both said we'd beat Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> just just not seven not seven one
0: <laughs> I know like yeah that. it really would no. have been the top red podcast if we had a predicted seven one wouldn't it? Yeah Jesus
3: Um I'll go Oof. I said five nil by the way um for the score I'll go
0: You can have have Nunes now. I was going to say 5-0. I'll go 5-0, fuck it. 5-0
3: for me, though. Well,
2: I can't wait for all other players to score in these games and not the
3: ones we've
1: picked.
2: I can't wait
0: till we get beaten in these games. I think tomorrow
1: might be quite vile, to be honest. I know we're trying to stay positive. Do you think? Yeah. I just don't like David Moyes. Rubbish. I do.
2: They do have that absolute freak of nature up front. Doesn't he always shit the bed, though? Dave Moyers
0: against us at not Anfield. Uh,
2: they were probably better than us last season in the one 0 And they beat
1: us at home, didn't they?
0: Is this is this another one 0 defeat that was a win?
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: yeah. They hit. So. The, the, they had shots on target, so they won the game. Oh well, there you go. <clears throat>
0: uh, I think um, I think Scamarka might be a bit of a a decent. Um, Poor Joey oh, Gomez. Might have his work They've
1: got no centre backs though, haven't no. they? No. Oh yeah, two 0 easy.
2: Well, that helps. They are us from twenty twenty one. Have they literally got no centre backs? Oh, I think three of them are injured. They might have one. I think they might have potentially have Craig Dawson, which
0: fucking corner threat.
2: Let's have a look at their last game. Skomakas a... Was the corner threat, weren't they? Well, they drew to Southampton, which is never a good sign. Um, Why you know, is they, is, have... is... <laughs> they had a, they had a back three with two fullbacks in it? So they had Johnson, do not actually know who that is? Um, K Carey, and Cresswell in a back three.
3: Okay. Hmm. Okay, that
0: act either looked like the second coming of Beckenbauer, or... He's like another bit of a Ben White
2: tribute that. act, isn't he, by being forced at right-back for most of his career. Yeah.
3: But, anyway. Predictions are in. Oh, Game. his cur- current table is that
2: uh, me and you have got four, Dave. And Shane's got one. I just fucking blame people, Shane, by the end of the week. I think Blaine could be above both of us. It
3: <laughs> um, been too yeah. hard, that.
2: Do you understand the scoring system, Blaine? Not really. So, you get 10 points for correctly guessing the score. Yeah. You get 5 if you get the correct margin.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, you get 2 if you just get the right result. And then, if the player you picked scores first, you get 3 points. And if they score any time... Uh, you get one. What I will say is the player score first is the Liverpool player score first. So if an opposition scores first, it still counts. If your player that
1: seems quite generous Liverpool. to say you've both only got four.
2: Well, yeah, we we've only predicted one result correctly so far, and <laughs> that um, Rangers uh, because we said Napoli we'd draw, Palace we'd win, Fulham we'd win, Man City we'd lose. So. And we've still got the Wolves games, which I'm going to keep in. We're not reproducing them.
0: Been relatively positive this season, and we've been shite. So this is what happens. And now we've gone back to
2: predicting that Liverpool will not concede any goals, <laughs> let alone drop any points. Um, it'll be two-two tomorrow, and a four-three defeat to Forest, and we give up the pod again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be I mean, fair, I am I am going the West Ham game, so I am a jinx. Um, I think the only wins I've been there for this season are... Pre-season ones. (laughs) We beat Ajax, did not we? Yeah. Ajax. Um, Newcastle? Did you watch
3: the Newcastle
0: game? I I was at the Newcastle game, but I left before the goal. (laughs) I've got a 100 percent record this season at Anfield. So. If anybody wants to, if anyone wants to host
2: the uh, Top <laughs> podcast, you can find um, an application form Bar- on our website.
0: I was not the Bournemouth game.
2: Yeah, I predicted nine nil in that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so Your United game as well. What other wins are we got? I went, I I got into the United game ten minutes late, and as soon as I walked in, United at the post.
2: How did that finish? So that two one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mad. I've, I've, mad been, I've just expunged that memory.
0: I've been going. I've I've been going home and away this season, so it's it's a bad season for me to be a jinx.
1: I'm hoping we get to the Champions stay... League final again because I'm only in the cup scheme.
0: I tell you, you could you could stay away from Istanbul, Dave. Oh, the fucking! I've been fucking shagged, but for my cup ticket, so don't worry, I won't be anywhere. remotely close to Istanbul.
1: I'm in. I'll do it live, we can do a live oh. one from Istanbul.
0: Oh sweet, so you can you can laugh streamer on the on yeah, the pub page cool. if you want.
2: What we do what we gonna do in the World Cup? Just go on a hiatus.
0: Yeah, it's a nice break, isn't
2: it? Oh. I might not come back though, that's the problem.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. anyway. A full food Josh chat for a... an hour, that that
1: could be fun.
3: Yes. Oh. The food the top, pod. top,
2: The top food podcast.
0: The top scram pod. Yes. Um, but I've had um, my Married at First Sight in the background finished, so I've, I've lost all the interest in this now. You just can fuck off. Um, <coughs> she's on to Maiden Chills, you know. Which is even worse. So this means I'm going to have to shoot off. It's been emotional. As always. As always. Blaine. Yes,
3: yeah, thank you, buddy. No problem. That was we'll really that
0: was really good. I enjoyed that.
2: You can come next week.
3: Chase.
2: Yeah. Shane. Yeah. Shane, fuck off.
0: <laughs>
2: Joking, love you.
0: Um but yeah, no, you're welcome back anytime. I'm glad I made it through the hour without
1: being called a child. And that was the main concern, but we made it through. <laughs> we made it
2: through. <laughs> to be fair, Shane did give us some instructions that we definitely didn't follow. And actually, when he comes back, I'm quite happy making it a four-man show because I think Shane and Blaine together on the same platform, you know, we're gonna get
0: numbers <laughs> of days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna revolutionise the podcast services. Well, Just yeah, be
2: shouting matches about mayonnaise. I can't wait.
3: <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs>
2: On that note, anyway. Oh, oh, no, no, hang on. one, 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 oh, one question, enough. one question, one question. Blaine, Blaine. Yeah. How well done do you like your toast?
1: Oh, Shane, like, puts on the radiator for a minute and then takes it off. No, so you've got to leave it in for... I want it to be slightly turning black. Slightly.
2: Yes! Yeah. Yes! Right, you can end the pod, Dave. That's all I needed. You can stay.
0: Mine is just essentially warm bread. No.
2: Fuck off! So I actually, burnt toast tastes nicer
0: than agreed. Heart, no. hot yeah, it does. It does. Fuck, it off. does. Fuck off! Fuck <laughs> off! Why would you burn anything? It just smells. It tastes of burnt. Good point. It's so I know I'm definitely not having a stroke
2: or is it heart attack? What is it? What is it that you could taste like taste burnt toast if you're having it? Is it either of those things? Something. But at least, it's so I know that if I'm having one of them, that's what the taste is. It's just a I regular thought... reminder. That you know actually, like, yeah, that is a stroke.
0: You no, know, when you taste something and like you feel like you taste it more in your nose than your mouth,
2: it's with that. That's what but... that is. Where the <laughs> taste comes from, Dave.
0: I'm aware of that. But... So
2: I'm actually like it when it feels like it's coming from a nose because that's where it should be. Nah. You can, ed- can tell I work in education. It's all got a right
1: bit here? too scientific for me. I just like burnt
2: toast. <laughs> me, like <food. laughs> me like food.
0: Me like food. Me taking nuts out of cereal.
1: <laughs> I'll send you the picture oh, of me taking the, uh, the nuts. I've actually got a picture <laughs> saved of it. It's quite hard work. It's more nuts than you'd think.
2: Do you take the nuts out before That's you put the milk much in? I don't effort. put the milk in, I have it dry. Oh yeah, it's dry. Oh, it? god. <laughs> oh god, yes.
0: That's far too much effort, man. So you, do, do you have to get like two bowls? You yeah, have to get the bowl for the cereal yeah. and the bowl for the nuts. Yeah, be... Jesus Christ. It's
1: hard work, but it's enjoyable. It's... In, Working, think of yeah. the
0: water bills. Eh?
1: Huh? What's this for?
2: Think of the... For, but it all for... gets washed up in the same bowl, Yeah. Don't. Unless That's you have separate point. bowls for nut bowls and non-nut bowls,
1: I'm not. I'm not a mentalist. I just, you know, normal. To just take me nuts, sell me cereal, and don't have
2: any milk in it. Sorry, sorry. You might not be a mentalist, but that doesn't equate to normal. <laughs> <laughs> you know? There is, there's a little bit of a grey area in between that I think you're sitting very perfectly inside of.
0: Nice. I think, I think it's fitting that that we ended this book-ended yeah cyclical cyclical structure yeah the pod yeah Yeah. Yeah. right thanks for listening um when do we play next week (laughs) uh uh, is it a tuesday Tuesday game tuesday yeah tuesday i want to say tuesday so monday yeah right uh yeah i think so right fucking hell pod admin sorted everything sorted for the third time Right. Fuck off.
3: <laughs> we'll see you next week.